Live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. voice is still not there. I am not sh- quite sure what's going on, man, but it's like, it's a little weird sounding, the voice. The magic voice. In fact, this is the voice. I mean, if I had this all the time, the slight, cold, smoke too much weed, drink too much whiskey, throat. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, this is that good voice, but yeah, that's right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, buy some uh, detergent from me because my voice is great a little crack up there though so you can't do that okay welcome radio listeners all around this great planet of ours i am your living radio legend yeah i know eggman ron james there is an email if you want to get in touch with me say some shit <laughs> it's radioaddiction at mail.com. It's radioaddiction at mail.com. No G in the in the mail. No G in there. There's no G spot for you guys to touch. Brought to you by the RWR political party, Republicans Without Religion. That's right. The show is hosted by a guy who is a uh, Republican, conservative on all levels, except for the religious aspect of it. I guess I would be considered a lefty there. Because of my um, non-beliefs, I guess, automatically uh, automatically gets you kicked out of the Republican Party. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's Thursday. It is uh, March 24th, oh, 24th, 2022. I didn't give you the, war- the warning. I've only been doing the uh, the new uh, show warning. You know, the, uh, you have a warning on the cigarette pack, right? If you smoke these, you will die. If you drink this... You will die, and then all your babies will be dead. And uh, it's warning, current topics are difficult to make funny. And it's not always the topic. I can tell you, I'll change it a little bit right here on the fly. What I just did there was supposed to be funny. It was just me, though, not uh, trying to make a topic funny. It was just me. They're not being funny or being funny. Okay, um, got to start over again. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> warning. <laughs> Current topics are difficult to make funny. Host may at any time say something distasteful and inaccurate in an attempt to make people smile. I said what day it was, Thursday, March 24th, 2022. Our headline for today's show is Madeline Albright dead. Big explanation mark. Then does anyone out there really care question mark right madeline albright dead does anyone out there really care does anybody out there what's that def leppard song joe elliott of def leppard man one of the great rock voices he doesn't get his um his just do like uh you know like um paul rogers or uh um you know thinking some other great uh coverdale david coverdale you know voices like that ronnie james deal they all have like that place on that mantle of top 10 maybe best heavy metal voices rock and roll voices of all time i mean, it's that whole rock and roll 
heavy metal thing is askew, man. You know, to get into the Rock Hall of Fame, um, like Dolly Parton just decided she wasn't going to accept, right, a couple of weeks ago, her nomination into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She just didn't think that, you know, her music deserved or she didn't deserve as an artist to be, you know, classified, you know, as a rock and roll artist. I just think it's a total kick-ass good move by her, smart move, and what Dolly would do. She's just that uh, cool. You know, you're talking about superstar of the superstars and uh, work ethic. It always comes back to work ethic. You ever notice with the really big, consistent stars, or anybody stays really good at anything, i.e. the GOAT, Mr. Brady himself. I know I hate to give Brady credit, you know, all my years of hating him as a Miami Dolphin fan down in South Florida. And now, I hate the team here, the North Carolina Panthers. I can't stand them. I don't know, man. Just It's something like, uh, there's something about not, I, I just don't get it. I can't root for him, though. The coach is gone. Uh, what's his name is gone. Uh, that, uh, oh, the black dude that was uh, dresses like a girl. <laughs> Oh, man. So, um, yeah, as far as not caring that the former Secretary of State is dead, okay, Madeleine Albright, um, and she did die at 84. That's one reason kind of not to care. 84 is, you know, at that point where, I mean, are we still saying that? Oh, uh, too short of a life. She died before her time. At 84, do you really get that? I mean, do, do you get that? <laughs> do you get to be called or said or talked about that you uh, died before your time at 84? Yeah. She died of cancer at 84. And that's um, not the worst. I mean, you know, anybody dies. I know you're supposed to have feelings of remorse and da 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 da, da. But, man, I just feel like we're all so jaded now and we're all so beaten over the head with violence. What a, what a, la what a couple of years starting off with all the riots you know, um, over police officers doing their job in most cases, almost all cases. And um, just uh, violence, man. And, uh, local neighborhoods all around the United States of America, small town USA, uh, pockets of um, lost people that just are committing crimes left and right for survival. And, uh, yeah, this thing, you know, not really caring about Madeleine Albright's death. I mean, it's a, I don't think a lot of people really give a shit about anybody's death anymore because the news cycle is so short now on death. You know, it's like, and, uh, Phil Rogers killed in a movie star. Da, 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 da. One day, everybody's in mourning, da, da, a funeral. Everything happens in the same day. They dump his whole ass on the ground, and the whole thing is over. You know, so Madeleine Albright, I mean, great woman, you know, from a standpoint of first female secretary of state and all that. I get that. But uh, the story's already lost its seal. Let's move on to more death and destruction. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web. And Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. 
It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit Corona Cigar. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, radio listeners. Eggman Ron James on your radio with you. Move on to uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s uh, new app. Pretty cool. Um, I saw him on, I heard him on uh, Hannity yesterday. I know, I know. You're, you're, you're a Trumpy. You love Trumpy. You like, you like Sean Hannity, man. He's a weirdo, man. He's this, he's that. People are so stupid. Yeah, you know, the, the people that will come up to you, you know, when you just, you don't really know them that good. And you start talking politics with them. And, and, and as soon as they start going, they hate Trump route, you know, just just because, and they forget all the facts of how good things were under Trump, economically, militarily, geopolitically, local politically, borderline shit. All of it was better. You can't deny that, as a liberal thinking person. Forget it. Anyways, the new app is supposed to be a badass. Like it's supposed to take over the world, man. Uh, the Trump uh, rollout of this thing. I am not sure, really that sure of, um, you know, is it really that great of an app? And what's it all about, right? Because you know how the Trumps are. You know, they can be very uh, persuasive and boisterous. And then uh, two weeks later, the whole thing's gone. It's out of business. <laughs> Bankruptcy. Yes, I take it for, I take advantage of those bankruptcy laws. Yes, I'm not corrupt. So uh, two of the uh, conservative movement's favorite claims are that the media is biased against it and that conservative voices are constantly being censored. Yeah, well, I know that. I know what that's about. Personally have experienced that in real life situations at the dinner table and, and uh, on radio shows and Facebook postings and all that shit constantly censored and you having people give you that that nose in the air like they just uh uh stepped in dog shit look you know yeah trump you know the scrunchy nose syndrome trump derangement syndrome symptom number one and uh and this led Donald Trump to uh, start uh, getting his social media thing ready, right? And as far as alleged media bias, Dr. Donald Trump Jr. Now, he's not a doctor. I'm kidding. Uh, um, he's got it covered, though, man, as far as getting out there and promoting shit. They, they, he can definitely promote stuff. you know. And uh, he's got a little experience. I would vote for him for president right now, today, tomorrow. Put your hat in the ring. And that still could be the plan. Donald Trump could coronate Donald Trump Jr. King (laughs) and 
we're going to put you in there, boy. You can keep my legacy going. You can keep them from investigating me. <laughs> Isn't that the whole thing in politics? If you get experienced at it, you know, now you know, they're, they're just playing a game. Hey, I'll get in, Dad, so you don't go to prison. <laughs> uh, Axios reported that Trump's eldest son, alongside some other former Trump staffers, is starting a new aggregation app. Aggregation? It's called MXM News, which the group believes and uh, Google News partner, or laugh, wait a minute, which the group believes has potential to com- compete with the likes of Apple News and Google News. Now, you have to in parentheses, pause for laughter. According to Axios, the services looking to disrupt the mobile news space, similar to how the, what? Drudge Report disrupted web publishing and Fox News disrupted cable television. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Enjoy the uh, nightly ravings of Tucker Carlson. Uh, MXM may be right for you. So if you like Tucker is what they're saying. Uh, While the company's tagline is mainstream news without mainstream bias, it's unlikely that mainstream outlets will be heavily featured in the app's feed, given that Junior's father has had to save about them. What he says, oh, what Donald Trump has said about him. So he's saying that uh, Donald Trump talking shit about these companies was causing them to not want to advertise with uh, Trump's new um, congregation app. Oh, is that congregation? Let me go back. Oh, it was aggregation. I, I still don't know aggregation in that uh, context means. That's kind of strange. For me, anyways, I'm not that bright. The New York Times, um, and you, what might have been the um, pettiest move in the history of the West Wing, Axios notes that content will be curated by a small team of around eight staffers and, the, uh, and that the app's founder expect early adaption to come from users you know these things are vague though and there's i've been a bunch of stuff come online you know it's like i go out and i I mess with them but i've yet to see anything you know as smooth as facebook sorry it just isn't you know i I mean that's one thing that redheaded fag has got it down pat there man from a technical aspect uh you know and the user friendliness of it you know getter gttr whatever that is and uh i I went on the uh, tulsi gabbard page she's got some kind of a thing she was promoting um, it just ends up that she's a poster on it, you know, not owning it or anything. And uh, um, Joe Rogan's probably going to have his own, uh, some kind of a uh, news channel or something. His website's powerful as hell, man. His advertising base, wow. And uh, yeah, you know, this new app, I, I, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed that it's good, but uh, actual, but they, I get the point. I mean, it's like there is a need for just straight up news. We've lost that. As radio people, if you've been in it like as long as I have, you go back and you can remember the teletype, the um, uh, routers, and, um, you know, when um, it meant something to be from the major news network. It meant that it was, you know, non political and you could make your own political assessment on your own by proofreading the news and getting the story ready. Hey, you! We'll be right back. Eggman Radio Addiction. Don't touch it. Keep your gun in.
November 1802, John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she'd promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by the John Jameson Import Company. Purchased New York. Eggman Radio Addiction Program, and uh, yeah, it's very interesting too. This uh, unemployment situation, uh, U.S. jobless claims uh, plunged to lowest level since 1969. Seems a little suspicious to me up front. I'll say that um, without even you know going through the story yet and breaking it down and showing you where all the fucking bullshit liberal lies are. Um, I. Uh, just want to say about this that um, putting my thoughts together. Those are stall words. You know, people do that in radio. It's a, but instead of going um uh, um uh, um uh, but uh, but uh, but uh, oh, I forget which one I use now. I mean that's a good thing. <laughs> Get it back in my head. I'll start using it again. Make a note for myself. Big post-it note. Stick it on right in front of me. Don't say um anymore. Or you know, yeah, that's what it was for me. It's you know, you know, you know. Where the fuck am I? Sixty surfer asshole. Do 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 do. So yeah, the um, had to finish up on the Trump app thing. It's a great idea, but I hope you know it can also be a fat fall on your face timing thing too. You know, it's like you come out, you fail at that, and then you go into running again for president or Donald Trump Jr. I wonder why that's not being thrown around that much. The Donald Trump Jr. for president thing. Um, and I mean that like on the Republican side, they, uh, yeah, they just don't see him as a presidential uh, type or what the deal is there, you know, but neither was Donald Trump. That was why he was so good. He was an outsider. Aren't they afraid, man? They are so afraid. Anyways, the uh, initial jobless benefit claims fell by 28,000 to 187,000 in the week ending March 19th. That's the lowest level since September of 69. Economists polled by the Wall Street Journal had expected claims to total 210,000. Key details, the number of people already collecting jobless benefits fell by 67,000 to 1.35 million. Okay. These so-called continuing claims are at their lowest level since the early 70s. Big picture with workers says that uh, scarce companies are not laying off workers. Workers are not laying off. Yes, yeah, see, but it's, is it explaining anywhere, you know, why? 
these uh, restaurants can't get helpers and, you know, service people out there, you know, construction people can't get, uh, you know, guys to swing a hammer and clean up or whatever. Well, last week, Federal Reserve Chairman uh, Jeremy Powell called the labor market is extremely tight, noting that wages are rising at the fastest pace. That's true. Now, is it because, of, you know, wages are rising? And, um, you know, how does that have anything to do with the guy that just needs a job washing dishes somewhere, you know, or a restaurant that desperately needs a guy to wash their dishes? I know a lot of owners of restaurants right now that are still going back there and washing their dishes because they're doing everything. Taking on as many people as they can, just surviving. Now, at this point, it says most jobless claims are due to normal friction in the labor market. Friction? And more recently, occasional manufacturing shutdowns due to supply shortages. <laughs> we expect claims to settle into a pace around 200,000. So they're saying there's 200,000 people on unemployment in the United States of America right now. And uh, the problem is they've been giving away money forever. For the last five years, four years, you know, they're just giving away money. And I think they've put a lot of people out there. And I hope that, I mean, this could be a positive thing too. I mean, a lot of people are just not working now because they got a little buffer there and they uh, just now can go back to slowly getting used to just living off whatever you were collecting before the pandemic and all that shit, then you got to live on that. You know, if you're, if you're on social security or welfare or whatever it is, you know, but when the government's throwing all that extra money at you, and I think a lot of people went into business for themselves that probably couldn't afford it. You know, it was that thinking time to get out because if they were getting their unemployment, you know, plus the extra, what was it? $300 or something like that, or $600 a week. You know, some people were making like a nine hundred, a thousand dollars a week, not working. So it's like, well, you know what? I can definitely work for half that now. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's but it is, man. It's, uh, it's spoiled people, and like I said, I think a lot of people, if they were smart, they invested in some kind of business. You know, hey, get a hot dog stand, um, anything. You know, just get out there because uh, construction's moving. You know, the construction's moving. Now, is the real estate market headed for to be the, the, the next indicator, you know? Because, you know, and is real estate a leading indicator of that kind of thing? Or is it a um, an ending indicator of that kind of a thing? You know, you know, it's going to be that, it you know, real estate's the last thing to go. Is that usually a trend? I don't know. I don't follow that kind of stuff. But um, it's an interesting thought, right? You know, the real estate market, what cycle is it in, you know, a recessionary type of crash like it looks like we're headed to? And all this stuff is totally, pre pre you know, preventable. At this point, most jobless claims are due to normal friction in the labor market. I think that's an interesting line. What the hell is normal friction in the labor market? People in line rubbing against each other? Dan, Ant, but I'm pump. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, he, he tried to be funny on that story, and it didn't fucking work. What are you going to do? Oh, I saw Paul Manafort again. Uh, he was uh, he was um, pulled from a plane on en route to uh, Dubois from Miami. Ooh, Manafort out there in trouble again. He's going to lock his ass back up. Doo-doo, 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 doo-doo. Eggman Radio Addiction. 
Don't touch it, man. Stay on here. Keep listening. We'll see you for the last segment. Oh, the Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taka dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, though. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. <laughs> cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Let the man sing. And every shadow filled up with doubt. I don't know who you think you are, but before the night is through, I want to do bad things with you. All right, let's get back to it here, man. Let's uh, get out of here. Final segment here, and uh, yeah, former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort. Let's look at that real quick, just real quick, and then I'll uh, move on to these uh, um, funny stories that you're supposed to end with. So things are light. Yeah, you got to keep it light, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Manafort was attempting to travel late Sunday on a revoked passport. Former Trump advisor Paul Manafort removed from a plane. Police officer uh, that Manafort was removed from the uh, Emirates airline flight without incident Sunday night. Director, the agency did not immediately respond to an email seeking information. A lawyer who has represented Manafort did not immediately return a call. Manafort, 72 years old, led the Trump campaign. Boy, he's, he's one that the Trump derangement center guys all go to him right away. Well, look, Paul Manafort went to prison. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, new book claims there is no such thing as casual sex anymore. I mean, do we have to um, read a book to know that? Man, if you're... I mean, all this uh, woke shit and... Uh, um cancel culture stuff if if (laughs) if if, there's just really no um it's just such a dumb question i mean yeah it is ended because every guy is scared to even say you know oh that's a nice dress babe babe oh don't say babe (laughs) fuck you're done she said babe you're done career's over call hr and then you said she had a nice dress so now you're perving on her so Good God, don't ask her for a date. And good Lord, don't get in any casual sex. You go to prison. <laughs> it's over. Oh, man. High-protein diet linked to prostate cancer. A new uh, test, a new um, thing that they do. <laughs> a poll shows that uh, doctors say that, uh, yeah, the high-protein diet. But I don't have time to get into the uh, facts of all that. Hey, radioaddiction at mail.com, radioaddiction at mail.com. And uh, remember, it's better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles. Then the victory is yours. Eggman, over and out. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.